Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, responsible delinquents. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. See the Yeti cup on the video podcast? I have a responsible delinquent Yeti cup that my mother got me as a gift, and I think it's super dope. Uh, For any of you who don't know who the responsible delinquents are, first off, get with it and listen to the other episodes. Uh, But a responsible delinquent is exactly what it sounds like. We are in the middle of fulfillment, fitness, and shenanigans, right? We are dead center in that. Um, Yeah, it's exactly what it sounds like. People who like to partake in shenanigans, but also try and keep their shit together. Uh, So fellow responsible delinquents, thank you guys for being here. If you're new, also, thank you. We've got a wonderful, whenever uh, I say we, I mean me. Uh, I have a wonderful podcast episode for you guys today. It is four tips on becoming more mentally resilient. And I put dieting and life advice at the end of this because, uh, as usual, many of the lessons that I coach my one to one clients, that I try to teach you guys, that I try to live out on a daily basis also work as general life advice uh, as well. But these in particular, um, because these are just things that I have noticed after being a coach for several years, uh, just observing my own uh, emotions and and my own dealing with certain things, especially whenever it comes to uh, fitness or dieting or just achieving goals in general. And then also with all the people that I've worked with, right? I I coach people on a regular basis. And so I have a pretty good understanding of the common themes that pop up with these things that that people constantly struggle with. And so I I think that this episode will be very helpful uh, for you guys in more ways than one. So let's go ahead and get right into the very first tip. And the very first tip on becoming more mentally resilient is learning how to ride the wave. And this tip is um, particularly, particularly, it's a tough one, um, pertinent for myself right now because literally right before I got on this podcast, uh, there was something that I had my expectations high for. Uh, There was something that I was expecting to happen. I was excited for it to happen. um, And then it fell through. Right. And, and this is just something this is this was a business related thing. And and this is just something that uh honestly I should have I should have known by now, right? Because after you go through certain things, the reason why I'm telling you the first one is riding the wave is because I've been through the ebbs and flows of the waves before, right? And and all that riding the wave means is learning how to um not let the highs be too high and not be the, let the lows be too low. Uh, and, and so whenever you learn to ride the wave, you understand that just because things may be really good right now, they might not always be really good. And just because things are really bad right now doesn't mean they're always going to be really bad. You have to have some emotional stability. You have to have, um, uh, you have to be a rock as the waves and as the water goes around you, right? And and that's uh, obviously tough to do, but I think that it takes experiences like the one that I just went through, the one that I've gone through several times, right? And what I'm saying is that 
this shit's happened before and I know I'm going to be fine, just like I've always been fine in the past. And I think that that's a really key um, concept to think about with this type of tip is because you've dealt with so many problems, whether it comes to fitness, whether it comes to life up to this point, right? And you've, you've figured out a way through it. You are, uh, you know, hopefully you're doing better now because of it. You've learned from it, or you've at least understood that you can build up the courage or you can gather up the tools you need to get through it. So, so just like all the other hard times in the past that you've gotten through, you've gotten through those. So understand that it's very, very likely that you will get through this one as well. Um, but that mentality doesn't happen without understanding how to ride the wave and understanding and expecting the waves to happen, right? This is, this is why I think that having that middle ground stability is so important and it's why you have to manage your expectations so carefully. It's kind of like the, um, the saying, which I go back and forth on this saying, but it's, it's kind of like hope for the best, but expect the worst. That's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm getting at here. And so that makes you uh, emotionally equipped to be ready for anything. Uh, and I think that that is just so crucial with, um, with fat loss in particular, because you can feel like you're doing everything correctly uh, and you can feel like you're putting in a lot of work. However, the results just aren't happening. Or maybe you are trying your best to stick to your diet. You're trying your best to stick to your fitness plan, but then life happens, right? Maybe something at work happens. Uh, maybe you and your spouse or, or your partner get into a fight. Maybe um, the kids are bothering you. You know, it could be absolutely anything, right? Um, but I think that expecting these things to happen. Uh, is the key here uh, with these types of things and, and making sure that even though you are putting in a lot of effort and even though you are trying your best, that sometimes sometimes that's not enough, honestly. And that's that's okay because just because it's not enough for right now doesn't mean it's never going to be enough, right? And so all I can tell you to do in this situation and give you some practical advice is to understand what you need to be doing on a regular basis and keep showing up, keep doing that without expectations, right? Without thinking, oh, I'm going to get something out of this because that's where the expectations can fuck you up, right? Is you, you think that you deserve something, you think that you need this, or you think that um, if I don't get this, I'm not going to be happy, right? And so I'm what I'm trying to tell you to do is, is try to, you can still put in effort. You can still accomplish big things. You can still do all of these things without clinging to that outcome, right? Without clinging to uh, whatever you really hope to happen, right? And so that actually leads us into the second tip. So the first tip is understanding and learning how to ride the wave. Uh, and also just as a quick note, I know that some of these can be somewhat vague and that's because it is it is vague, right? It is uh, a mindset type thing where it's just like, you know, this is, your mileage may vary, right? It, this, is, this is up to you to make these mean, um, understand these in your own way, right? That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at here is, is these mean whatever they mean to you, however you think of them, right? So use them however you need to. Uh, and so the second one is going to be very 
sim, uh, it's it's not the exact same, but it piggybacks off number one. And so the second tip on becoming more mentally resilient is going to be get comfortable messing up and detaching from the outcome. So the first part of that, get comfortable messing up. Uh, I've said this time and time again on my podcast uh, and, and on social media. And what I found is that my clients, my fat loss clients who do the best are the ones who are the most comfortable messing up and the ones who are able to get back on track the fastest. Because that's all this stuff really is. It's the art of consistency. It's the art of being able to mess up and not judging yourself for quote unquote messing up and then getting back on track as quickly as possible because this is a consistency game. And whenever you understand that, again, I've said this multiple times, once you understand that every choice that you make is an opportunity to get back on track, you understand that, oh, that one meal that I had on Friday isn't a big deal. Or if you take this even more grand scheme, it's like, oh, that one weekend I had isn't a big deal. That one week I had wasn't a big deal. Big deal. The past six months wasn't a big deal, right? Like that's kind of the the conceptual thinking I want you to have with this, uh, and use this kind of however you need it, right? Sometimes you're going to need to be on yourself, right? I, I, this this is the 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 tricky part of this because sometimes you do need the kick in the ass. Sometimes you haven't been putting in the work. You can't just always forgive yourself and change nothing in the future. You know, I think this is this is the part that people can mess up. It's either too much acceptance or it's too much uh, mental flogging. Right? You have to be somewhere in the middle, and and use whichever one you need. If you if you need more of the compassion and acceptance voice in your head, use that. If you need more of the, hey, we've really been slacking for the past several weeks or months or whatever it is, I need to get my shit together and I need to make sure that this happens because I keep saying that this is important to me and I'm not doing anything about it and it's really messing with me mentally because I keep believing that I am this one person and I keep saying that I'm this type of person, yet my actions aren't matching that. And that's where people fuck up. That's where we can really start to lose trust in what we say because we aren't keeping our word to ourselves. That can be the, the one of the hardest parts with this. And, and that's why I try to get my clients and I try to preach to you guys as well. It's like, this is all about keeping your word to yourself, keeping the promises you make to yourself. Uh, that is going to, it's just, it's just, that's the root of all of this. Uh, and I'll get to this more in, in the next one, uh, in the next tip, but Getting comfortable messing up is is absolutely uh, very important, and, and understanding that you're not a failure just because you went off track or you had a dirty meal, uh, quote unquote dirty meal. Even though you said, "Okay, this time I'm really buckling down this week. This time is going to be different. This time, et cetera, et cetera." And then something pops up in the next few days, or the next week, or the next month, or, or whatever it is and you fall off track, like that's not what I'm talking about, right? I, I'm not saying that just because you mess up once, like that's, that's, that's fine. Like that's not a big deal. I think that um, what I'm saying is that expecting that these mess ups are going to happen and just looking at them as objectively as possible without judgment and then moving on, right? Just constantly getting back to, okay, what do I need to be doing? Am I doing it? And then what do I need to be doing? How can I ensure that that keeps happening? And that is, uh, you know, that takes some planning. That takes some 
uh, uh, you have to take a step back. You have to look and see at where you're at currently. You have to assess, you have to reflect, and you have to make a plan going forward. Uh, and, and whenever I talk about detaching from the outcome, that's, that's basically what I just meant, what I just talked about in, uh, in the first one. But this one is also huge because with, I'll, I'll use an example with online coaches and I talked to other online coaches. Actually, I, ta- I had a podcast uh, about this with Tony Gentlecore, who is a veteran in the fitness space. Uh, he's an older guy. He's, he's, um, He's very well respected by a lot of big names in the industry, uh, and he knows his shit, and he's a smart dude. And like I said, he, he has longevity in this industry. And one of the things that we talked about um, is you have to be willing to put out a lot of good work over time before anybody gives a fuck, right? And you can't do that without somewhat detaching from the outcome and from the expectations of what you think should happen. Because just because I am, I'm, I could objectively be putting out good work. I could objectively be putting out good podcasts, good content, all these, all these different things. Right. And yes, you know, they are, it is good work. However, that doesn't mean that I'm owed anything. That doesn't mean that I should expect success overnight or anything like that. You, it's, you can't just have one perfect day of eating and expect to have the six pack. You can't just expect, right? It's just like you have to do the right thing for a long time before something good happens. Obviously, that's a generalization, but like that's kind of the gist that, I, that I'm saying here. At least that's the mindset that you have to have is just like, hey, I'm, I'm just going to be checking these boxes, right? These are, the, these are the boxes that I need to check every single day that I think is going to give me the best outcome possible. And I'm just going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it again and again and again and again. And of course, I'm not saying to never take a step back and reassess and see what's working or what's not. However, I'm saying make a plan, stick to it, regardless of what happens, at least give it a really good go for a, a specific amount of time that, that maybe you determine that makes sense. And then see what happens, right? But, but I think what, what can go wrong is that people can, uh, you know, they can start a diet or something, they can start a fitness plan and the results aren't coming within two weeks. And they're like, dude, I've been perfect. I've been doing everything. I've been working super hard. It's like, dude, you've been doing this for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to, you have to detach from that outcome because it's, because then what will end up happening is, is those people who are trying everything, they're, they're working their hardest for those two weeks and they realize, oh, I'm not making any progress. Well, then they self-sabotage themselves. Then they do something to screw up, right? And then they say, oh, see, I told you, I've been working my ass off and I'm still not getting any results. This is hopeless. You know, that's, that's a, a very real thing that happens uh, to many, many people. And so if you aren't careful with this, uh, it, can, it can really backfire. And so, uh, but, but I think that detaching from the outcome uh, is, is, is huge and it's so damn hard to do in anything. Of course, that's why I said this is diet and life advice. Like with fitness, I get it. Like you, you, you can feel like you're doing the right things for, for weeks and uh, days and weeks on end. And maybe you feel like your progress isn't matching up to that, but it's just like, sometimes it takes a little bit longer or you have to reassess and you have to change your plan. It's like, that's just the cost of winning. You know, that's just the price you have to pay to win, right? You have to do the right thing over and over and over. And even if you don't get any results, it's like you have to continuously keep pushing through and keep iterating 
if you want to actually win because that's why winning is so fucking hard, right? This is the, the price of entry if you want these extravagant things, if you want this body, if you want whatever, right? And so, and just because it's hard right now also doesn't mean that it's always going to be this hard. Just because you're trying really hard now doesn't mean that it's going to require the same level of effort six months from now because habits, skills, uh, you know, mindset tips, all these things compound and they, they, they compound over time and they build on top of each other. If you're doing it quickly and you're not just looking for shortcuts, if you, if you compound all of these, these skills and habits and knowledge, well, then it's only going to make things easier and you're only going to increase your odds of reaching success, right? And success can mean whatever it means to you, right? Um, okay. Let's go ahead and move into the third one. So the third tip on becoming more mentally resilient is going to be aligning your actions with your values. And uh, this goes back to keeping the promises you make to yourself, right? And I have a lot I have to say on this one, uh, but I'll try and keep it as concise as possible. But this always comes, what's interesting is I have my clients check in with me every single week. So they, they give me their, their weekly updates. They talk to me about how the previous week went. They have any questions, any comments. Uh, they, 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 um, they tell me what, what, what went well. They tell me what they'd like to improve for the next week. Uh, and we kind of review over those things. Right. And constantly in these updates, I'll have questions like, is it okay if I did X, Y, and Z? Is it okay if I ate this? Is it okay if I miss this? They're, they're looking, and I understand because they're just trying to, to understand like, hey, is this good? Is this action bad? Is this good? Is this right? And, and, and I think that that's probably a situation that a lot of you can relate to in the sense of you start a fitness plan, you start a diet plan, and then you start to do something. And then maybe there's a little bit of vagueness because you're not sure like, oh, can I eat this? Can I do this? Am I bad for, am I quote unquote bad for having a burger fries whenever, burger and fries whenever I'm supposed to be dieting? And it's like, this is the, the, the tip that I always remind people of. And it's why also uh, I tell people in the beginning, I think I have it in my client handbook actually. It's just like, I am not your dad. <laughs> I am not my client's dad. I am. I don't try and act like you guys listening and watching. I don't try and act like your guru. I'm. I'm also not your dad, right? What I'm saying is that you are the only one that has the right answer to those questions, and the way that you arrive at what the quote unquote right or wrong answer is, is by looking at what your values are. And you look at your values, you look at your priorities, and then you look and see, are my actions matching both of those things? And so whenever people, whenever my clients ask me, whenever they go out to eat, or one of my, uh, one of my clients went to a wedding this weekend, and he was like, is it bad that I you know, drank alcohol and, and ate all this shitty food and all this stuff and my weight spiked up and all these other things? And what I told him is exactly what I'm going to tell you guys. I was just like, that's up to you, right? All, all, all I'm telling you guys to do is to make, uh, uh, whenever you make decisions, I want you to make those conscious decisions. And then I want you to accept the consequences that come with that. So using that example of this, one of my clients went to, went to a wedding, right? Uh, obviously he, he cared about the people at the wedding. 
He wanted to drink. He wanted to have all the food. He wanted to enjoy himself. And he says, is that bad, right, to me? It's like, I'm not the judge of if that's bad or not. All I'm saying is that that's up to you and and you have to accept the consequences that come with that. So if you drink alcohol, if you overeat on a ton of calories all weekend and then your weight spikes, it's like, according to your fat loss goals, no, that's not that's that's not going to that's not aligned with your fat loss goals. I'm not going to tell you that's going to help reach your fat loss goals faster. Sure, there could be an argument made for like the psychological um, uh, a break with these things, but but I, I give him breaks. I give him free meals. I give the, all these other things, right? So it's like that's that's ultimately still not necessarily aligned with his fat loss plan. However according to his life plan, according to what he deems uh, valuable experiences in his life, it's like, that's a choice he made. And then all I tell him is you have to accept the consequences of that. So sure, just because it wasn't aligned with his fat loss goals, it probably aligned with his life goals. And in that moment, based off of his values that he deemed important to him, fat loss wasn't the highest priority. And that is perfectly fucking okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay because he chose life in that moment. He chose to enjoy the alcohol, enjoy the food, all these other things. That's not that that's not my choice back. Like, that's right or wrong. All I'm saying is that you make that choice, you made your bed, and now you sleep in it, right? It's like that's that's all it is. And if you accept the consequences that happen and you think that your actions were appropriate in that moment based off of your priorities and values that you think are important to you, then dude, mazel tov right? It's like, fucking good for you, man. I like, I think that that's incredible. I, I'm not going to tell you what's right or wrong. All I'm going to say is that you make your actions match your values, and then you accept the consequences with that. And if you, t- if you make actions that aren't aligned with your values, you also have to accept the consequences of that, right? That's it. That, that, that's really it. Um, and I think another part of this is especially whenever it comes to dieting and having uh, dieting pressures from other people, or if you're, you're out to eat with a group of friends and you know you have the pressure of, oh, I want to get a salad so that I can stick with my fat loss goals. However, I know that you know Johnny's going to talk shit to me or Sally's going to say something that I'm always dieting, right? Or, or something like that, right? Uh, and, I, and I get that. And that, that can be super tough. But what I encourage all of you to do from this point forward is to start judging your actions based on your own values and not how you think other people are going to perceive your values, right? And perceive your actions based off of those values. And, and so what, what that means is that that you set the standard, not anybody else. And if you can look at yourself in that moment and be like, I acted according to my own values and my own standards, it's like you should feel good about that because you didn't waver from your own values. Because if if in that moment, your values and your priorities were fat loss and you wanted to get a salad and then you caved to peer pressure because they were talking shit to you, well, then they encroached on your boundaries, but you didn't set the boundaries appropriately enough with them, or you didn't act out your own values, right? And so that's why you feel bad after that happens. 
And so you shouldn't get pissed at them. Of course, it's shitty that they said that, but you should be pissed at yourself because you didn't uphold your values. You didn't uphold what you said was important to you before you ever even got to that meal or before you ever even made that decision. You're not pissed at them. You're pissed at yourself because you gave in, right? That's that's the the one thing I want you guys to to really take away from this is that you are your own moral code. You are the person who says what is or isn't right or wrong in your own world. Of course, I know this is a generalization. There's laws, all that kind of other shit. But within the container of your own being, right? It's like you are the judge and juror of what is right or wrong. And that's why we have a conscience. That's why we have, we make these decisions and we feel guilty over these certain things. And and so what I'm saying is whenever you get to a meal and you have the option of, of choosing between two priorities, either, either life or like fat loss, right? So life would be, okay, I'm going to get the burger and fries with my friends because that's what I think is important to me right now. And that's what I want to do. But then you accept the consequences of, okay, that's not going to take me any closer to my fat loss goals. Or vice versa. Oh, my priority is going to be fat loss and health, but this meal isn't going to taste as good as if I would have got the burger and fries, um, right? So you you sacrifice the life part of it. However, you get fulfillment from sticking through with your fat loss goals, and that is important to you. So again, neither are right or wrong. The whole point is to make a decision and commit to it based off of what you deem is important to you and not anybody else. Right? That is the key with that one. Okay. The very last tip on becoming more mentally resilient is to have a direction, have a plan. Uh, and, and I think that the reason why I made this one, uh, why this one made the list is piggybacking off of my last one is that whenever you have these, these values and things, right? and you have these goals that are important to you that are based off of those values, that is going to provide you with a direction. Uh, and I think that the people who are the the happiest uh, and the people who see the best results and are also um, the most content are the people who act in according to that direction, right? And, and so having some type of plan, having clarity around what is important to you uh, I think that that is kind of actually one of the first steps before you even align your actions and your values. So I guess, because ha- obviously having a direction is, is somewhat vague, but having a direction might mean that you need to figure out what your values are. Maybe you need to write them down. Maybe this is something that you haven't really thought of and you've just kind of um, been given direction by society, by your parents, by your friends, or by people you look up to, all the, all these different things. Uh, and, and so maybe you've had a direction, but you haven't necessarily had a direction that aligns with who you want to be or who you could be. Um, and I, I think also having, having direction, uh, for me at least, it gives me motivation on a day-to-day basis because it's almost like kind of like the cliche, like remembering your why or whatever. Uh, I think that Every time I understand, okay, I'm. If I think of my end goal and then I reverse engineer backwards, uh, then that gives me much more motiv- motivation on a day to day basis to believe in my plan, to believe in my actions on a regular basis. I think this is where procrastination can kick. kick wow, this is where procrastination can kick in, um, because wow, lost my train of thought whenever I was correcting my own grammatical error. Um, 
uh, procrastination can kick in. Oh, because because of the the lack of clarity, right? You you simply you don't know where you're headed, or you you're headed in a direction and you don't know why. You don't know. You've never thought about is this even important to me? Do do I even want to go to college? Do I even need to go to college? Right? Do I even want these fat loss goals, or what am I am I really looking for? Like acceptance in myself, or or respect from other people, or all these other things? Because this is what happens time and time again whenever people end up getting abs and then it doesn't make them happy or they end up, you know, becoming a millionaire and it doesn't make them happy. It's because they were, they were chasing after something else, but they were trying to fill that void with what they thought they were supposed to want. Um, and, uh, oftentimes also people don't have any plan at all. They're just kind of being super reactive. They're, they're just, the problems are coming at them and they're just trying to fight fires and, and, uh, uh, you know, they're just reacting to the situation as opposed to being proactive and, and thinking where the root of the issue is, right? Like first principles thinking, um, or I also, I think with the, having a sense of direction can also, oh yeah. So, so not only does having a sense of direction tell you what you want, it also has to tell you what you don't want. And understanding what you don't want is just as important as understanding what you want, right? This could be in diet and fitness and exercise, and it could also be in life, right? Because if you want fat loss, then have a fat loss goal. That's that's great. If you want a muscle gain goal, have a muscle gain goal. That's great too. But I think whenever people can mess up is whenever they want to they want to gain muscle, they want to lose fat, they want to become more athletic, they want to become more flexible, they want to have all the, all these different things, right? And instead of uh, instead of going a mile deep, they're spread instead a mile wide, right? They're 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 not Go, they're not making, they're making a bunch or they're making a little bit of progress in a bunch of ways, as opposed to making a lot of progress in a singular way. And I think that that is why having a direction just, it gives you clarity, it gives you uh, intention, right? It, it gives you uh, information on what you don't want, right? And I think that that is uh, crucial for becoming more mentally resilient. You don't want to be one foot in and one foot out, right? Nothing ever great from half came from half-assing anything. Uh, and so you want to avoid that gray area. It's like, are, do you have a fat loss goal? Are you trying to commit to this? Are you trying to make this happen or not? Right? Don't be, don't be one foot in one foot out because that's whenever you just get super pissed all around because you're not making hardly any, you're just kind of spinning your wheels, right? That's, that's what we want to avoid. It's just like, if you're in, you're in, if you're out, you're out, but don't dabble in the middle because that is where mediocrity comes to die. Okay. I think that's good. Uh, four tips on becoming more mentally resilient. Um, if you guys like this video, please leave a comment, like, share with a friend, um, subscribe. What else? Other things. Um, yeah, like, rate, review on Apple iTunes, on Apple Podcasts, uh, and also on Spotify if you listen to that. Uh, if you need help with all this stuff, if you're looking for a starting place with your weight loss journey, I cannot recommend enough my frictionless fat loss email course. It's a seven-day jumpstart email course. It's completely free. Uh, you can find that linked in the description. It talks about all of this stuff. Actually, this is if you really liked this episode, I think that you would absolutely love that course because I have a couple modules in that on this exact stuff. Plus, I get into a little bit more applicable steps uh, and practical advice on how you could apply that 
right away. Uh, and lastly, if you want to work with me uh, one-to-one, I do have a couple slots open for one-to-one coaching. You can apply in the link in the description as well. I don't take on anybody. I'm getting close to my roster cap, but I have an application process because I don't just work with anybody. I only work with people that I know I can help. So if this stuff resonates with you, if you are needing help, if you are trying to go all in and stop half-assing things, then definitely I would recommend to uh, sign up for that. I would love to work with you. Um, Okay, that is it. Until next time on the More Than Business Podcast. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness Podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.